Welcome to the Outside Inside Radio Hour, a volunteer-produced project brought to you by Prison Arts Collective. Prison Arts Collective is founded on the belief that art is a human right and is dedicated to bringing the transformative power of the arts to people experiencing incarceration. Our collaborative teaching teams include faculty, students, and staff, and our classes include art making, art history, reflection, and the cultivation of a safe space. We are based in the School of Art and Design at San Diego State University and have additional chapters at three CSU campuses, San Bernardino, Fresno, and Fullerton. Prison Arts Collective is a project of Arts and Corrections, an initiative of the California Arts Council and the California Department of Corrections and Rehabilitation. The Outside Inside Radio Hour is a way for us to communicate with our participants and with the wider public through video and other media as an extension of our distance learning project created in response to COVID-19. Each of our guests is a return resident who continues to pursue a creative life. Today, we're gonna be talking with Damien Aguilar, who is a painter and a tattoo artist, aiming to use his own struggles to inspire others to stay positive and creative through adversity. His practice began with a passion for graffiti, and that passion is instrumental to who he is today. So hi, Damien. Um, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for talking with us. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. Um, let's start off with, I know you were pretty young when you first started kind of getting into being creative. Um, do you want to maybe talk about how you first started making art? <clears throat> yeah. So, I mean, just as a child, I've kind of always been fascinated with color just very vibrant things. Um, I mean, I guess any child is very drawn onto things like that, but um, where I tended to lead to was just, I did a lot of coloring and drawing when I was a kid. Um, uh, my grandmother did like watercolor. My mother would do some kind of crafty stuff here and there, but I guess it was kind of always there. My dad would draw here and there he would, I mean, he, he did tattoos, um, but he didn't take it that seriously. But I mean, I guess that kind of art was kind of in my face a little bit. But yeah, as a kid, I was constantly drawing or coloring and coloring books, always trying to like stay in the lines or just be as perfect as I could with the coloring. Um, but yeah, that's where it all came from. I just was just always creative as a child I guess. Was there, I mean you said everyone in your family kind of dabbled a little bit in art so was there any one person who sort of encouraged you to pursue it? Yeah I feel like my mother was always really supportive of that um, as I got older and stuff. Um, a lot of my family members too I mean just from me always trying to be drawing or coloring. Um, I mean, that's when you get stuff for Christmas as far as like art supplies and your birthdays and stuff, kind of easy gift or something, but it's always beneficial even, you know, I mean, you see it, how beneficial it is to give some art supplies to people that don't have them and they get that, you know, outlet. Did you feel that way when you first picked up a can of spray paint that it felt like an outlet in that way? Yeah, I think the can, like, the spray can was just, like, I don't know. I guess it was just almost like a taboo in a sense. Um, it's so looked down upon. 
<clears throat> you see writing on the walls and stuff, and you see people getting in trouble for it, or their vandalism, or their criminals, almost. <laughs> but it was just like this, I don't know, it just looked fun. And I, like I said, the colors and just, I don't know, I would just see lettering and just that really drawn me to, you know, create just, yeah, I guess that sense of just like trouble or something. It was just eye catching to me or just, I wanted it. Okay. So you, um, the fact that it was sort of prohibited made it more fun. Yeah, that's definitely for sure. Gives you a whole different rush. <laughs> <laughs> and was there somebody that first introduced you to it, or did you just kind of decide to try it on your own one day? Yeah, I wasn't really introduced to it. Um, well, I think I so one of my older cousins. I mean, he had painted in his room before. I've seen pictures of it or went in there before, but. I mean, that was cool, but it wasn't, I guess it, I mean, they didn't put it in my hands or nobody really put it there. I kind of just, as I was growing up, I would see maybe trains or, you know, buildings or freeways. And it was just like, oh man, how do you do that? Or how are they like creating these letter combos or how are they creating these letters in general? Um, it was just like, I wanted to figure out how to do it. I was so used to like drawing regular letters. I wanted to figure out how they were drawing these letters that were like illegible or just, they were just, yeah, the style of them were just crazy. So you saw, you said you saw it around a lot. Where did you grow up? Um, <clears throat> I grew up in kind of the outskirts of LA. I mean, I have family in LA too. And so, I mean, just being a passenger in the seat, uh, you know, my parents' car, wherever we're going, I would just, you know, constantly always look outside the window. So I would see, like, stuff on the freeways or we would see trains. So it was just, I mean, you would see maybe on billboards and stuff. So it was kind of just like, man, how they get up there? How, you know, it's just, it starts to get your mind curious. So this, the the fact that they were really big and in like hard to reach places was a big factor in why you found it interesting. Yeah, it's, it was just like, man, like, it's, it was just amazement and it was very curious. And then I was like, man, if I could be up there <laughs> or do it, you know, it was like, I did that or, you know, like, man, how'd you do that? Or it was just, I don't know. And so once you started doing it, like in public public places and you saw your own work up, did you feel this like really that same sense of pride and you felt like someone else would be looking at it that same way? Yeah, it's almost like certain people recognize that name and know, cause I mean, I'm not gonna go and write my actual name. Some, writer, some writers do, but um, I guess it's that gentrification of somebody seeing your work and then just be like oh man that looks dope or you know it's how'd you do that word you know like and I mean because I wouldn't want my parents to know at that time you know <laughs> yeah they wouldn't know me and I, I I mean I would see it though and just feel glorified or you know and just other people be like man I seen your spot right there you know it's just it's a sense of like I'm here I guess that's cool, like just leaving kind of like your mark on the leaving world. Leaving a mark, yeah. 
Um, do you feel like you get the same satisfaction out of working on canvas? Because I know you've recently sort of been working with that a little bit more. Yeah, so with the canvas, it's not illegal. So, it, I mean, that's a whole different ball game, I guess. Um, it's definitely, you don't get that rush. I mean, but it is a whole different state of feeling, I guess, because I guess when I try to do canvas or anything on uh, paper or any type of mixed media or whatever I'm deciding to use, it's it's more of a meditative state for me, I guess, going to like canvas or legal stuff. Um, when it's illegal and it's on a wall, it's kind of just more like self-expression, myself just like letting out. So I guess kind of just going to canvas, yeah, it's total different feeling different satisfaction and do you feel like um does this does the difference in size change your experience of it as well like other than the fact like legal versus illegal the fact that it's smaller yeah i think the smaller scale has a lot to do with proportion and i feel like a lot more on design i guess um trying to fit everything in or how I want it to fit or where should I place things like because with I don't know I guess when I just have this huge scale you know I could just kind of go with it and it's kind of different too I guess because um, I kind of know that it's going to get painted over or buffed as they would say so in a sense I could just write it how I want I guess and eventually I know it's going to get written over or painted over as, uh, rather than in a canvas. It's kind of set in stone. So I'm getting like really in my head on perfecting it or, you know, so it kind of. Yeah, but it's it's totally different. That's really interesting, actually, because, yeah, when you when you pick up a canvas and set out to do a painting, you know that it's going to end up this is a painting and yeah, you, might you know it's going to be hung it. up. Yeah, yeah. sure. So yeah, it's like, it's, uh, I, get, <laughs> I get stuck and I'm just like, uh, so I've done <laughs> a few where I'm just like, all right, I need to let it go. But I mean, they liked it, but <laughs> myself probably didn't. And I think that's something that when people think of public art, I think a lot of people worry about the fact that it's not going to be preserved. They're, you know, they're like, oh, that's so good, but it's not going to last. What if somebody covers it up? And I, I love hearing that that's actually part of the thrill for you. Like, I think that's really cool. Yeah. Um, so as far as tattoo, I know you said that your dad used to do it. Um, did you learn from him or did you learn somewhere else? Yeah, he actually did show me a lot of the first things that I learned, um, which is pretty cool. But yeah, actually, his machine, not necessarily was handed down from me, to me. I kind of just took it upon myself to take his machine, I guess, <laughs> without him really approving it or not. <laughs> I was tired of waiting for him. <laughs> so I was like, you know what, I'm just going to take it. <laughs> but um, yeah, I the first tattoo I did was on him. He already had one. I kind of just filled it in. Um, but he kind of went, yeah, just told me a few things. And just from there, I kind of just kept going. 
and just kept trying to perfect it. I mean, at first I really, I wasn't too into it just because it's hard. I feel like if you don't have the right setup and I mean, you could still do it. People do it in prison. I mean, I did it in there. <laughs> um, but yeah, that definitely, he, he taught me some things and from there, you know, it, it kind of wears it out today. I think it's really cool that it sounds like in most of the things that you've tried um, that you just do it on your own. You know, you just find the supplies and go at it. Um, and with tattoo, that's that's scary. Like, I'm really, that's impressive. Yeah, it's scary. <laughs> but I think the thing that made it easy was like, I had my guinea pigs, I guess you could say, were like my brothers or my uncles, my father, you know, like, but yeah, it is, it is scary. It definitely, drove my anxiety up and that's one thing that was like I think hard for me at the beginning because it was just like knowing this one stroke is going to be lasting a lifetime or you know like I can't mess it up you know like so it drove my anxiety up but I kind of control it I control it a lot more today so it's different but I mean my learning is my experience is up there more now too so it's you know it's all on that so do you feel like when you're tattooing somebody that that person is, you know, part of the work? Do you think about a person as different, you know, artistically than a canvas or a wall? I don't know. I don't really, I guess a lot of people could say, oh, your body's a temple or whatever, or, you know, but obviously they wouldn't be getting tatted, but some people do still get tattoos. I don't really see it as your body's a temple or I don't know, I guess you are who you are and how you feel or what you want to get is on you. But me personally doing them, I like bringing satisfaction to people. So as long as I could do the tattoo they want and, you know, bring them that satisfaction, that makes me happy. I see them as a canvas, but I see them as a client. I see them as a person. I mean, I try to give them the most relaxing, comforting, I guess session they could have. I don't like to bring pain on people. Um, honestly, I can't even. I I probably couldn't even do piercings because that's <laughs> even something else. But the tattooing, I guess, it's tangible. I guess people could take it too. So um, sometimes though, when they're in pain, I'm like, I feel bad. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> but in the end I know they're going to be happy and it's worth it and I think I don't know I feel like if I could be because um, some people use it as like a therapy session um, that pain is very therapeutic for certain people or even for myself I feel like um, I know kind of when it gets down to that time where I'm like I need a tattoo it's almost like therapeutic just for some people it kind of helps I guess but yeah, bringing pain upon someone is not my thing. But <laughs> I guess, like I said, in the end, they're going to be happy. So I, it's kind of, as long as it's beneficial for them. And I mean, do you like knowing that your work is going to be pretty much a part of someone, you know, that they... Yeah, honestly, till very recently, I really sat back and thought about how many people I've tattooed or how many of my tattoos are on them and how, um, you know, how long they're going to be lasting. And 
it kind of tripped me out. Because, like I said, how I was speaking on graffiti and how I want to leave my mark, or, you know, it's like I am with tattooing, but I didn't really think about it. It kind of, I mean, I think it kind of matches up with graffiti a little bit in the way that you said that. Graffiti is, is temporary. And I mean, so so is a human when you compare a human body to a painting that lasts for hundreds of years. Um, and so I, I like that you're working in those like semi-temporary like mediums. Yeah, that's pretty cool too. Um, well, what have you kind of been thinking about working on um, lately? Like, is there anything that you're excited about? <clears throat> um, I'm always excited to paint. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, I mean, me and a few of my crew members, we try to go paint as much as we can on the weekends or, you know, whenever we're available to. Everybody's always doing something, but everything's always open. So as far as my projects and stuff like that, stuff always comes up or, you know, my name gets thrown in there, which is pretty cool as far as when it comes up to graffiti or art, doing art. So, um a few weeks ago, I actually did a music video. Um, it was actually a pretty big production out in LA at this warehouse. Um, I believe it was the same warehouse they did this Childish Gambino video. That This is America one. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's yeah, really yeah, they had like tanks and Humvees and it was a big production. It was for this like Lebanese, um, Canadian Lebanese artist. Masri, M-A-S-S-A-R-I. So um, that was really fun. I got called upon, well, it was actually like an artist calling and it was like within a two week deadline. And by the time like the art got approved, cause there's four artists. So there was like, by the time the art got approved, it was like a Wednesday and we had to bring it to the set like 90% done by Friday morning, like six in the morning. So like it was a quick turnaround, but it was so fun. I enjoyed it. Um, I sh the set was really fun. And so this was like a large scale piece. How big was yeah. it? Yeah, it was huge. So like we had that whole warehouse. Like I said, they had like a tank and some Humvees. They were doing scenes with that, with like the colored smoke and stuff like that. Then they had a, a different scene with like the kids and they had like that like um, powdered paint kind of they throw up in the air and they had photos of that. Then they had, you know, each artist, there's four artists as far as visual artists. Um, so they had, you know, different shots with each of them, certain up close shots, then obviously the shots they had with the musician artist and his other collaboration artist. Then they had another scene with all the kids with like hand painting this big title canvas that I did. So I did like two canvases for that production. So it was pretty cool. Wow, that's awesome. Um, do yeah, you know when it's out. coming out that we can catch your work in it? Uh, no, I'm waiting on it myself. <laughs> I'm like super stoked about it. This is probably like one of the like one of the biggest projects I've worked on though. I got cashed out on it pretty well. 
well, I hope that, you know, we can all kind of keep ahead of it and we'll definitely like feature you on our Instagram so that people can keep up with when that video is going to come out so we can see your work. Um, yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. I can't wait. <laughs> I'll definitely notify you for sure when I get it. Yeah, thank you. Um, so I guess we're going to probably be wrapping up here in a second, but I just wanted to ask you, like, what do you want to leave people with? I don't know. I guess to just, like, keep striving and just keep going. Um, something I try to always promote is just positivity and good vibrations and just, I don't know, just positive. Um, I don't know. I just, I get down a lot and always try to pick myself up and just keep going. Like I've been through a lot and I guess I try to just promote that on other people because still myself and working on myself till today or every day I'm still working on myself, but I mean, you keep going, you put that effort and eventually it's going to come back. You keep working and set a goal and just go for it and like really get it because you can. I just, I don't know, I've always told a lot of people, like, if anybody's able to do it, it's you, because the things that I've been through, the things that I've done, I got, you know, I just keep going, keep putting effort, and eventually you make it. I think that's really beautiful. I think that's something that we all need to hear right now. Um, yeah, things are, things are just tough and they're tougher for everybody in a sense um i mean like you said everything's going on right now everything's really hard but yeah you got to just keep going i guess that you know i just never stop walking you know i just keep my feet moving i'm constantly going and just i have to though keep myself busy <laughs> Thank you so much for talking with us. Thank you as well. I appreciate it. If you'd like to learn more about today's guest, you can find further information on our Instagram at Prison Arts Collective. To find out how you can help us continue to provide our programming, please visit our website at www.prisonartscollective.com.